literally what I'm doing has changed my life. I had no direction before 2012, and now I do. I spoke to a volunteering legend. He set several world records, volunteered for hundreds of organisations, and continues to inspire and motivate the entire charity sector across the UK. I've been in touch with John for many months because he writes the best blog there is about volunteering. So I once asked John, have you ever been affected by mental health? He emailed back and he said, yeah, I have. In fact, I can write about my own story. Next thing I heard, John had gone into a university and told his story to an emotional crowd of people. This is the story of how volunteering saved John's life. emotional day I'm happy um, to admit that obviously considering it was sort of like a, a 12 year untold story and how all it's going to take is one person in those 30 students to relate uh, I remember when I was just standing there um, sharing what I was going through um, I turned around to them and said I do apologise if I end up getting emotional because obviously it was the first time now I was obviously coming out of it and within five minutes I'll be walking to a room just filled with tears. It's wrong to say it was a great feeling, but it was just nice to get something that I've had get to myself for so long, but actually get it out. Um, so obviously I went home, wrote up the, the blog post, um, but then the next day I sat my family down and I read the blog around as well. Um, and my parents didn't actually know um, about the story. They didn't know what I was going for at the time. Um, so obviously I had mixed reactions. But actually it was just nice now that volunteering has sort of helped me become so open and so honest about my life. I mean, it must be such... Yeah, I mean, a relief to be able to to share it with people. It's, it's a bit of a weird one, because um, my family haven't always been supportive of me volunteering. Um, so again, when I spoke about that perception, um, part of that perception was because my parents thought it was a waste of time. I remember when I sat down with my mum and told her the story, as soon as that word suicide um, was spoken, mm-hmm. it was also it was the turning point, and I can remember looking at her in the eyes, and I could just see her expression, wondering whether obviously I still was experiences sort of need to be told. If I didn't tell my mental health uh, story. Would I have ever? told it if it wasn't for blogging, or if it wasn't for volunteering as well. 
I really couldn't speak to anybody when I, when I started volunteering. Because of my, like, my bullying when I was a child, it really knocked my confidence. I had no self-esteem at all. Volunteering gave John a chance to get out of his head. He connected with other people by giving his time to his community. And the magic thing is, he soon found that they gave back to him. In particular, one person who changed his life. And because of, let's say that, that volunteer coordinator that gave me my first opportunity, because she gave me that opportunity, I wasn't given a, uh, a platform to build. And not necessarily build in a way that works for a charity, but a way that actually works for me. And it's why, it's, it's, it's why I'm so enthusiastic. It's because of, let's say, the unsung volunteer coordinators out there. They're not given enough recognition for what they do. And it's thanks to them that I'm not the person I am. Why do, do your parents, why have they felt that volunteering was a waste of time? So I haven't properly been in employment um, since I've left school. Um, and I think now it's just down to me trying to find who I was. Um, so when I was, when I left school and I went to college, um, I was in talks um, to go to America on a scholarship. Um, because I got injured in one of my sports classes, my entire like plan A sort of crumbled. So when you sort of have that point of wondering, well, what do I do? I wanted to become an athlete, and obviously that's that. That's not possible now um, because of the injury I sustained. Um, and then going from sort of job to job and really just, just trying to trying to figure things out. And I spent about four years sort of going backwards and forwards between jobs and sort of not just, not enjoying it, but also not finding it's a way for me to get my full potential out. John started doing less work and more volunteering and he found he was happier and he had more purpose and he was giving his skills to people who really needed them. That was until his parents started worrying about money. But regardless, that didn't stop him. And four years later, John is still volunteering all the time. There's been volunteering roles that I've taken on that have only been a day. Some have only been two hours long. Why don't you find a way of actually combining your commitments with volunteering? If you want time to spend with your family because you're busy work life, why not volunteer with your family? This is today that us as a family again united and got involved. Time shouldn't be a barrier to volunteering. There's always a way to get involved. It's just finding a way. We have an opportunity now to sort of influence other generations, whether it is our elders or whether it's sort of babies. Again, when a baby sort of grows up and there's flying spaceships around and 
you can get to volunteer, you can be a spaceship driver, or whatever sort of charities around at that point. The exploration of space will go ahead, whether we join in it or not. And it is one of the great adventures of all time. Even though my family's perception hasn't always been great, very recently my mum's actually volunteered with me. Um, so I feel that it's getting there. Obviously there's no spaceships around at the moment. There's no sort of volunteering babies sort of getting involved. One day. But, but at least that story of now sort of a Senate family actually volunteering together, and that can actually be used to inspire the volunteering babies in the future. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's so cool that um, you've managed to impact your family, even though there was a lot of scepticism. I mean, that's just that must be fantastic, just to know that your mum actually came and joined you after that cynicism. It it, it was strange because obviously, talking about stories, it was um, a volunteering role I'd done with cancer research, um, and part of my Childhood mental health was based upon my mum's breast cancer battle and how I just didn't know what to do in the situation. Um, so, that sort of having that opportunity now to say to my mum, You've got a story here, go to the local shop and, and get involved. Again, if it's, even if it's an hour, that 30, 40, 50 pounds that a charity shop can potentially make, that's, that's a significant impact just from coming out and, and telling your story. In 2000, 2015, so I'm going back a few years now, um, there was a turning point um, in my volunteering uh, when I hosted a world record attempt in Southampton. And actually how all of my family actually came along and supported the event. Um, they didn't all necessarily volunteer. Uh, but how I sort of put myself out there for I think it was six months of planning for it. And how my parents were sort of getting that buzz from what I was doing and telling their friends at schools and telling their neighbours, oh, John's, John's doing this, John's doing that. And then on the day to sort of just be there with the, with the volunteers and to turn around and see my sister that lives on the opposite side of the country, actually there at the event, was amazing. And I remember talking to the volunteers and turning around and seeing her, and I just broke down in tears. Because I thought that was the point where I felt my family understood me, understood more about why I volunteer, and why I do these sort of crazy sort of things as well. And John really does do crazy things. Like the time that he brought people together to play the biggest ever game of rounders. Because we were we were short of the day, unfortunately. Um, so our volunteers got involved and made up the numbers. Uh, my mum, who's 65, turned around to me and goes, John, I'm going to play. 
And I just stood there and I just cracked up laughing and goes, are you serious? And this is a a woman who has no physical sort of fitness at all, Mm -hmm. who hasn't played rounders in 50 years, who turns around and goes, John, I'm playing. (laughs) And then I I just sort of just stand on the sideline just laughing when she's running and hitting the ball. Let's just say trying trying to attempt to hit the ball. Every volunteer I go to, there's always somebody smiling. There's always somebody smiling at just having a good time. And when you sort of unite together, um, it's just amazing to see how many people that haven't necessarily volunteered before actually want to volunteer is that whole essence of community and how it doesn't matter if you're 15 or whether you're 30, whether you're 80, everybody can get involved. And at the World Record event, we had somebody involved who was eight and somebody who was 80. And it was just so, it was just so nice to see MPs get involved to see we had about £20,000 worth of equipment donated wow. for, the, for the event and it was because of the donations we was able to not only put on the event but actually to get the world record as well um, which is why I'm a bit bonkers now planning two more world records maybe that sort of one event can actually be the point where more people think I can do that. If John can do it, so can I. You could just forego that extra cup of tea. You could go and hang out with a, <laughs> with a volunteering baby and get, get, the, get the baby to wear a t-shirt and it will be promoting a cause. And we can have an army of volunteer babies promoting breast cancer research. It's the future, man. I can see it. <laughs> If I didn't volunteer, or start volunteering in 2012, I still, I might still be here with that perception that volunteering is a waste of time. Literally, volunteering has changed my life. I had no direction before 2012, and now I do. I now have that purpose because volunteering gives me that buzz. It gives me that feeling of wanting to make other people happy. I was an 18-year-old with no sort of friends, no sort of outlook in life. And because of finding volunteering, I've now become a person that I once dreamed of being, and I'm now actually living that dream. I'd love to know what's coming up next for you. <laughs> so much going on and it's going to be impossible that I thought I would give you a bit of warning next year I don't know when yet um, I will be taking on the London Tube Challenge um, so it will be me going around to all 270 stations in the quickest time possible please mind the gap between the train and the platform 
Sounds good, but I know I'm going to be tired. I know I want the food. And I know I'm going to want to quit <laughs> at some point. But I'm not a quitting type of person. So, in May, I am sleeping rough with a charity in Winchester. Um, I'm volunteering for 24 hours straight uh, at Moonwalk, London. I'm planning on doing potentially a coast-to-coast walk and testing my mental and physical um, capabilities um, to the max. I sat down yesterday and I'm already planning for 2019 to potentially do 12 months of, of fundraising and to really put my passion for helping others to the max. I've never met anyone so passionate about volunteering. John is going to try and volunteer for over 100 charities as part of the 100 Charity Challenge. So naturally, he's pretty passionate about what charities do and what they could do better. I, I talk about it so much that charities are so much in the caveman era and how sometimes I feel so old having to do old approaches and how we're not focusing on the people and yeah. actually looking at the people as individuals. If it doesn't seem like fun and if it doesn't seem like your time will be enjoyable, then why would you do anything if you have a choice? It, it, no, exactly. Because obviously part of obviously the project I'm doing for 100 Charity Challenge, it doesn't necessarily mean that all 100 charities I speak to or will be involved. It's, I've applied for probably about 50 volunteering roles and I'm only doing eight uh, coming up mm-hmm. because of the way that the charities are still having generic emails and how when I apply for a role, they start with the application form. Well, can you fill this in for us and then we'll talk to you. No, speak to the volunteer first. Yeah. Speak to them and find out what their motivations are, what they can do, what they can give. By doing the things you do and by giving your time, you're essentially inspiring, even if it's just a few other people, they may go and inspire a few more people. And you've created a ripple effect of, of giving, of service, basically. Volunteering changed John's life. Who knows? Maybe it could change yours. Check out theinspired.com. We've got thousands of ways for you to help your community across the UK. Go on, just take a look.